You thinking what I'm thinking? We're too big for this, aren't we? Yeah. Bet if we went two pillows higher in the corner, we could vault the ceiling, bump up the square footage, make this a blanket fort for men. Babu Gaku, Puji, Babu Jabu, Babu B. Good morning, morning Greendale. Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community, Season 2, Episode 9, Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design. So before we go into outsourcing Mike's bits, I just want to point out that Time.is did a did a just a perfect timed freeze for me for a little bit just to say like it was like we we were going to do good morning greendale on 25 and it's like 24 26 it's like okay i was already going so whatever <laughs> man um anyway it's time for outsourcing mike's bits yay yay we're we're the studio today is out on the beach uh which is great in december um and that's why there's so many beach bros just like yo dude yeah outsourcing <laughs> the bits you know the the normal audience as you do so, we're so gonna... this is this is like hollywood squares yes. out on the beach okay have you Got ever it. been now okay this is a joke i made in at work but have you ever like been and we'll get to outsourcing my bit in just a minute um have you ever been in a zoom call or whatever and you're just like I feel like I'm on the least entertaining Hollywood squares ever. <laughs> and I'm center square and I've got nothing. Uh-huh. Yep. Anyway, it's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits. Um, and uh, we're going to get the customary shuffle. Boy, I hope that comes through on the audio. I've been noticing it does come through on the audio, which I'm very pleased about. Oh, goodness. I've done a bad. It's... Uh, hold on. Uh, and we're good. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is today's. Uh, I, there wasn't a suggestion in the uh, the Discord that we have for Patreon users that I should pick three and choose one. However, this will not be happening. I'm choosing <laughs> one because because the because previous uh, you, bits you're dedicated were disastrous, to the bit. mm-hmm. and we have to be disastrous bits on this podcast. So, okay, <laughs> excellent. This is going to be wonderful. Do you okay. have a favorite number? Any particular reason why you like that number? <laughs> I mean, I actually, I can go into quite a, a tirade about my two favorite numbers. You're saying um, this is going to have a conversation. This is this is a much more good conversation than have you ever been electrocuted. Um, Which fair, that is that was not a very good conversation we were having. Uh, my favorite number is five because okay. I arbitrarily chose that as a number that I liked when I was a kid. Because everyone had like lucky numbers and whatnot, and I decided mine was five, and so okay, fair enough. There you go. My other favorite number is thirteen because okay. I like telling superstition to go f off, mm-hmm. and I do that by unabashedly liking the number thirteen. Now, fair enough. It's a good number. Th- I like it. Uh, it's not great on Fridays, but that's fine. No, it's fine on Fridays. I have no problem with Friday the 13th. Oh, I was referring to the movies. Uh, I have no problem with the movies. I mean, I've never a, seen them, I'm a but scaredy it's cat. I'm not going to watch those. Uh, so the, the thing about my two favorite numbers that just sort of happen to be coincidence, but I happen to like that it's coincidence, 
both. Is it the that they, when you multiply them, they turn out to be 65, four away from the sex number? No. Oh, okay. They're both odd numbers. They are both sure. prime numbers. Also They good. are both members of the Fibonacci sequence. Also good. So I like that that conjunction of uh, cool all, facts about two different numbers. Mathematical cool facts. Mathematical cool facts. I feel you like think, we need to have you a think bit you're called tuning mathematical into this, fun, uh, fun bits. You think you're tuning into this podcast for stupid shenanigans. Meanwhile, I'm teaching you all about math and all the Fibonacci sequence. All about math sequence. around the, f- the numbers 5 and 13. Uh, you now know more facts about the numbers 5 and 13. Um, that is true. You do know more. Probably, Maybe. I, I, you know what? We have a smart. We have some smart listeners. I don't, I don't know if we taught them anything. I do have a fun okay uh a fun math fact that has nothing to do with the numbers 5 or 13. Okay. When I was in high school, a friend of mine out of the blue was like what do you think the cube root of 343 is? Okay, I feel like I should probably know this, but I don't off the top of my head. Uh, and so he had me take a guess, and I I was like, I don't know, like isn't 12. It, wait, or, you is know, it nine? Whatever. No. Um, and he, he said, no, it's seven. And now that I have asked you this question, you will remember this fact for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. And so now, every time I see the number 343, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's seven cubed. You know, I Look feel like I got kind of close with nine, although I know that nine is now not the answer because it is seven. You got a lot closer than I did when I guessed. So, well, cube roots—they—they—they're they, exponential, <laughs> almost by design. Um, that's mm-hmm. what the word means. But um, now you know, three hundred forty-three uh, cube root is seven, and you, dear podcast listener, will remember that for the rest of your life. So, good job. My knowledge spreads from my friend Brandon in high school all the way back to you, dear podcast listener. So what now you're you saying can entertain this people is with this knowledge at parties when parties become a thing again. You'll be the life of the party when you say, hey, everyone, guess what? The cube root of 343 is. And then they'll say, I don't know, 13. And you'll be like, you dumb piece of <laughs> I'm going to bleep that. It's fine. <laughs> You are just a dumb dumbo. I am here. I, Gregory McGee, am here to explain to you that that it is actually seven. And now you will remember this for the rest of your life. And you are less dumb now, you dumbass. And you'll be the you'll be the life of the party. Anyways, Mike, what's your favorite if, number? If I may, if I may, just uh, punch up a little bit. I don't think somebody named Gregory McGree, McGee would refer to themselves as Gregory McGee because they could just call themselves G McGee. <laughs> okay, uh, that's just what's a little your, bit of punch up. Uh huh. What's 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 your favorite number, Mike? Okay, so I also have two se- uh, favorite numbers. Neither of them are as interesting as your Fibonacci. Uh, uh, discussion. Um, one of them is 16 and that comes from, uh, so when I was growing up, we, I would play uh, sports video games, you know, similar to how I do now. Um, and little I, has changed. Little has you changed are still playing sports video games and I'm still remembering what the cube root of 343 is. <laughs> you it's know just what? like we're in high school. It's like, just like we're in high school. Um, I got <laughs> knocked out of my train of thought a lot. 
the station. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would. So as I was growing up, they started adding like create a player modes, and I was like, oh cool, I can put myself in the game, and I'm, I'm amazing, and look at me throwing the touchdowns and catching the touchdowns and what have you. And so I'd always put my age as my number, but I seem to have stopped at age sixteen, and I stuck with that number, and and that for whatever is my favorite number. I do have it a is second favorite exactly number. as arbitrary as me saying, I don't know, five, LOL. Yeah, it is pretty arbitrary, isn't it? <laughs> now, my other one is uh, 27, and that is uh, known by a lot of people that follow me and Unabashed James, uh, because I will, uh, we, he asks for RNG numbers, and I always give him 2727, and that comes from Weird Al. Uh, so the, here, if you're if you're playing a Good Morning Greendale Bingo, this is your center square. Um, yeah, Weird Al has a tendency of putting 27 into his songs, mostly because I think I've read that he just finds it as a funny number and it sounds funny and I am liable to agree with him. So I have kind of adopted 27 myself. And, uh, so 16 and 27, neither of them are, I don't believe 20, 27 is not uh prime and neither is 16. So, uh, I, I did not go on the math journey, even though I do, I did when I went to college, get a math minor. Mm -hmm. But you know what, you know what 27 cubed is? Absolutely not. Something Uh, in like the, like 19,683. I was, I was definitely sure it was in five digits. Now, every time you see the number 19,683, you'll be like, that's 27 cubed. I my know o- things. My you, oftentimes I'm seeing that I'm G McG. Well, everyone, this is my party. I'm G McG. Thanks for coming out to my party, my post-COVID party. Uh, we're all having a good time here. We're all just talking about math talking in about, here. What's up? <laughs> talking about math. This is the math party. And I know uh, a decent amount of people that listen to this that would be like, hell yeah, <laughs> math party. Let's go. What Including is a, what, me. What would you imagine a math party would be like? I mean, you just show up and talk about prime numbers and stuff uh-huh. like that. You talk about the current like proofs of interesting calculus theorems and uh, and drink, of course, because uh, it's a party still. Come on, I mean, everybody's gonna drink, but it's like you know, fine wine, and you discuss you discuss the. Uh, I mean, you know, you could go into the applied mathematics, also known as physics. <laughs> Excellent. No, thank you, sir. I like my <laughs> mathematics like I like my sex. Theoretical. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to respond to that. Um, so I will not be doing so. Should we talk about should we talk about conspiracy theories and in interior design now? I I laughed so hard I am now lightheaded. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> oh god, we're so dumb. Oh man, I can't wait till Stacy has to listen to all this after I die. It's uh, it's gonna be great. She's like, "Why did I marry this guy again?" Nope. But here's the thing: she's gonna be like, "Oh, why did I marry this guy? He was so funny, though, and <clears throat> but mostly an idiot." The episode conspiracy <laughs> theories and in interior design starts on a close up of a dot matrix printer printing out a schedule for one Jeffrey Winger. It's exactly the kind of printer that I would expect Greendale to be using. 
Mm-hmm. Did you know they still make dot matrix printers? I did Google dot matrix printers and got to Office Max, and they do have them. The nostalgia nerd uh, did a whole episode on modern dot matrix printers, and it was oh. fascinating. I had no idea they were still being produced. The nostalgia but it makes nerd sense. sounds they're, like they're, a really interesting YouTube page. They are good for low cost printing, so that makes you know. Sense. Anyways, like not, not not something you'd want to use like. You don't want to print off a picture with it. Like, that would be good for, a like, an inkjet. The Dean I like looks- how we were more... We I just want to point out that we were very, like, serious in our discussion of printers, but we went off goofy on math. The Dean grabs the schedule, and he looks at it, and he's like, ha, I knew it. Agnes, cancel my appointments. What appointments? Wishful thinking. Meanwhile, in the study room, Annie has built a giant diorama called Alternative Energy, A Key to a Brighter Tomorrow. Because it's Green Week here again at Greendale, except mm-hmm. instead of making it all about Envirodale and having Green Day, it's just animated diorama. And there's I noticed one poster there were, about yeah, Green I, Week. I, I noticed a few green posters. Basically, it is a diorama about a car driving from a like what seems to be uh, hellish today to a bright tomorrow where all the unicorns are wearing sunglasses. Because it's a bright tomorrow. And Abed Abed gets that, and he applauds for that. Abed and Troy decide that this weekend they should have a sleepover. Uh, and since they are done for the day, they might as well get started now. And they would go run off to build a blanket fort. Mm-hmm. Which, I, you know, if you gotta... Honestly, if you got the I mean, blankets, it's 2020. Make the fort. What, we should all be making blanket forts. Like, I mean, like that would be a fun way to go about our day, I think. And yet, look it at beats, us. Look, it beats look at us. Being on we're Zoom 30-somethings and we're not making blanket forts. Mm-hmm. It beats being on Zoom calls all day, every day. Dude, everything beats being on Zoom calls every day, all the day. Everything beats it. Mm-hmm. Not everything. We I mean, being we're dead on Discord, doesn't beat but, it, but you know what I mean. We're basically on a Zoom call right now, so, you know. You know, I, n- this is no offense to anybody on the other side of a Zoom call, but Zoom calls suck. <laughs> anyway i do want to point out just a few things from before uh troy and abed leave but they're not part of this um shirley's like man my boys are in elementary school and we make way more dioramas than they do and then annie says that the environmental club is making this diorama for green week and there will be a bio diorama rama in the cafeteria that sounds exactly like the sort of thing Annie would get excited about. So it does. I'm excited about the the word biodiorama rama, but be just because you say rama twice in a row. Biodiorama rama. It's very fun. It's like that Futurama podcast that uh, got a bunch of followers by following all of our uh, the people who followed our Futurama podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called Futurama Rama. But we don't make a Futurama podcast anymore, so we're good. It's fine. They they can steal all of our listeners. It's Have fine. Them. I hope you enjoy. I can't wait till Community Itty uh, takes away some of our followers as well. Community Nudity Nudity? Exactly. That sounds like Ned Flanders had a stroke. So, <laughs> it does. Uh, well, when we're <laughs> off on our Frasier podcast, they can the, <laughs> the new Community podcast could take our listeners, and we'll just be off doing Frasier They're calling for again. decades. Yes, Troy and Abed decide to have this sleepover, and then uh, uh, Britta is like, you know, I think I'll find something more adult to do, uh, to which Troy says, have fun eating fiber and watching The Mentalist. And you know what? 
as a as a 30 something i gotta say fiber rules <laughs> i was honestly not sure exactly where that was going and it went to the right place it went to the i've never place. seen the mentalist but i have okay. gotten really excited about being like oh man i'm gonna have some oatmeal for breakfast so much fiber in that oh man hell yeah that is the most adult thing I think I've ever heard you say. You you hit a point in your life when you're just like, like okay, I'm. I mean, the other night I made uh, a mac and cheese. There's like four or five different kinds of cheese in that bad that boy. That does sound real good. It was it was baked in the oven. It was this whole delicious thing. Uh, I ate that and I'm like, man, that was great. But now, like tomorrow, I just I just want a big old bowl of oatmeal because I have used my rich saturated food diet quota <laughs> time for some oatmeal baby yeah, you got you got it you've got Let's the baseline of oatmeal to make sure everything flows the right way but then sometimes you can you can you can spend your budget of i've been budgeting for this you know really decadent cheese and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. macaronis and now, but I have to go back to my usual, the, the, the oatmeal that just makes it all work through the, the process it needs to do. Exactly. So, you know. Now, honestly, you- I thought you were going to be like, an, you're like, you're, they're like, haha, mentalist and, and fiber. And I'm like, he's going to be interested in a blanket for it. Nope. It's the fiber. <laughs> nope. I'm uh, about to turn 36. It is all about that fiber, baby. I can't wait till I get to that uh, that portion of my life where I'm focused on fiber. It, um, it hits granted, real quick. I, it real quick, my dude. One day you're like, yeah, I'm going to play Xbox in my blanket for it. And the next day you're like, I'm going to have a bowl of oatmeal. I'm going to choose to have a bowl of oatmeal. This is my choice. Nobody uh-huh. made me do this. Right. I made my own you're gonna start having opinions on oatmeal okay you're gonna have a favorite brand you're gonna have favorite things to put on that oatmeal you're gonna have opinions on instant oatmeal i am against it by the way i do not like the texture you suddenly you suddenly get opinions on oatmeal i look and if you want to eat that in a blanket fort i'm not gonna judge but you are gonna be like hell yeah man oatmeal let's do this so i'm looking forward to this because i will be following my wife who is younger than me into the adulthood <laughs> i i am um, uh, yeah she she showed me like oh i put cranberries in and i'm like cool i'm gonna have a bagel <laughs> granted i think a bagel is also kind of an adult breakfast to have Depends on how much cream cheese you put on that bad boy oh because when I, was- <laughs> I put a lot of them on there yeah, because when I was a kid, I was like, this, this is a vehicle for cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just just a little bit. I want that bagel or bagel, as as they sure. say in New York. Um, if we're going to bring it back to community, we should say the word bagel. But who needs so, to talk about community on a community podcast? Britta the Bagel Perry says that she'd rather do adult things like, uh-huh. uh, you know, not go to a blanket fort. Because who would want to hang out in a blanket fort with gr- grown men in tiny underoos? And this is when the dean comes in. The dean was looking at Jeff's transcript or schedule or something. In any case, he was looking at I, Jeff. He was looking at Jeff. Uh, and Thinking about Jeff. He is like, you will not be getting credit for the conspiracy theories in U.S. history because it is a class that does not exist. And Jeff proclaims that not only does it exist, it's taught by Professor Professorson. 
Professor Professorson. Uh, the dean now has to audit the entire system for shenanigans instead of working on his novel in Starbucks to get a certain barista to ask about it. Hey, look, man, I've been there, like, sitting in that coffee shop being like, somebody's going to ask me about what I'm writing here. Sometimes you just got to have that cute barista ask you about what you're working on, and then you can talk with her, and then boom, you and her are having a meet cute right there. And this time, it's not about meat. Uh, I mean, one time the barista did ask me what I was writing, and I told Ooh. her that it was I was uh, editing a short story that I wrote about werewolves. And um, needless to say, uh, we got married and had kids and lived happily ever after uh, in a giant McMansion with our 2.5 kids and I, mm. living the American twists. dream. There's some twists there because I know... Uh, <laughs> living the american girlfriend? dream so so you just gotta wait for that barista to notice you and everything works out just fine you know so, what it's sometimes it's all it, that's all you gotta do to make a love connection talk about werewolves with a barista why don't you today go to well not today but like you know in the future when we can go to places again go talk to a barista about werewolves and see where that leads for you it will i guarantee it'll work at least as well as it worked for me. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Annie is obviously very offended at the fact that Jeff is trying to treat the academic system. Uh, and Jeff maintains his story. He says that he's been meeting with Professor Professorson. And, you know, every Wednesday, mm -hmm. all semester, all semester. And then the dean is like, well, please lead me to Professor Professorson. And Jeff's like, all right. And he's he's just leaning into this. He right. is not relenting. And, and he, he's like, well, I got to see this. Oh, um, wouldn't and, you? You? Well, I yeah. would. I would <laughs> totally. I'm, I do find uh -huh. it surprising that Annie's the only person that goes with him. Like, I like I would go. Um, Britta has to go get that fiber. Sure. And Troy and Abed are busy building blanket forts. But what and about Pierce, Shirley and Pierce? Pierce is uh, high on, on painkillers still. He's so high on painkillers. And what Shirley, Shirley probably just she probably just wants to go see her boys. That's okay, that's fair. See, um, we've come up with with something for everyone. Now that this we are reading into it quite a lot, because this is not text. They just Pierce and uh Shirley just kind of disappear for a while. And so does Britta. Um, but I do, I do like that the dean tells Jeff. I now I've dr dreamed about playing charades with you, but not like this, and not on dry land. We cut to Abed's, uh, where Troy and Abed have already uh, they've already finished building their blanket fort, and then they're just kind of sitting in it with not really anything to do. Yeah, they they they're content with it, but then they look around a little bit and they're like, "We're too big for this fort." Yeah, if we had you know, pillows in the corner, we could vault the ceiling and bump up the square footage and make a blanket fort for men. Blanket fort for men sounds like how everything has like a for men right. brand, like shampoo for men that smells like Battle Station or whatever. Yes. It, it, like, it, it, in in one of the uh, the podcast fan groups I'm in, they called it G -g -g gender products. Yeah, exactly. Here's some soap for men that. Smells it smells like, like getting punched in the face. I prefer bear wrestling uh, is my 
my scent. And oh, it smells that's like true. I just wrestled I, a bear. You know, I make fun of it, but then I just remembered that my my old spice deodorant is Bear Glove. Oh, I've used that one before. It's a I'm nice on, smell. I'm I'm using I'm using Old Spice uh, uh, lavender now. Oh, they nice. make they make lavender manly scents now, and I'm oh, into it, baby. Fiber just, and lavender together will, at last. <laughs> that's my that's my life now. Ben uh, eating ben. my fiber. <laughs> Smelling like lavender with my barista wife and 2.5 kids in my McMansion. Writing about werewolves all day. <laughs> you know, our, the noted author Ben writing about werewolves. Um, I don't know where we were going with this, but a bear, a bear glove seems to work for me. Stacy says it's a, it's a wonderful, uh, wonderful scent. So They used to make one called Amber, and it was the, my favorite one, and they don't make it anymore. Because Amber and is the color of your energy. It, it Well, it is the color of my energy, and I really liked how it vibed with my energy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they I, I got so upset when they discontinued it that I tweeted at them, and they never tweeted back. Wow, that, that's a betrayal. If, if Ben tweets at a thing... And doesn't get a response. Meanwhile, in the hallway, Jeff leads the uh, Jeff leads the dean and Annie to what he claims is Professor Professorson's office. But it turns out when he opens it, it's just a supply closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also where I spotted on the wall. There is a poster yes. for Green Week that says it is easy being green, which uh, it's as like somebody. Kermit. Who is dating a sustainability analyst? Uh, I will tell you, it's not easy being green. I repeatedly have to be like, uh, "Is this recyclable?" Right. Not even to mention, like, is the recycling going to the right place now that China isn't buying the recycling anymore? You know, that's a whole not, discussion. Not to mention that I have to hide my sustainability analyst girlfriend from my barista wife. Yeah, that's my the McMansion. question I've got. It gets really confusing sometimes. You know, when I think about Ben, I think, boy, he has a really confusing life for no reason whatsoever. It's true. It's so confusing. It's almost like he came up with it in an improv bit and doesn't know a way to to gracefully get rid of it. Just like someone who refuses to back down from a bit, Jeff maintains that he has been learning (laughs) right here in this office this whole semester. And then he's like, but no, this is a test. This is this is Professor Professorson teaching me about real conspiracies by erasing his existence. And he's like, well, this is how dumb you think we all are, huh? And the dean admonishes him for these pathetic lies until somebody says, One man's lies are another man's truth. Wouldn't you say, Jeff? I'm sorry. And who are you? I'm Professor Professorson. Dun, dun, dun. Professor Professorson is played by Kevin Corrigan, uh, who I mostly always remember as the brother on Grounded for Life. Okay. Um, I really only know him as Professor Professorson. Grounded for Life was a Fox TV show uh, that ran for, I think, four or five seasons. Um, And uh, he played the brother who was kind of a, a slime ball who was like street smart and uh mm-hmm. yeah so that's I that's what i know remember best. this show 
And he's been in a lot of other things, but every time I see him, I'm like, it's the guy from that show uh, who's the show I had to, I had to Google the name of because I'm like, it's the show about the Irish family. And uh, sure. that's what I got. He was so in the show called for Life. Phoenix, Oregon, which is intriguing. Um, it apparently is a midlife crisis uh, movie about two uh, friends opening a bowling alley pizzeria. Which sounds like a thing that we would do together, you and me specifically. Uh, when I'm not busy writing my werewolf novels, um, so we sell the werewolf novels at the p- combination Pizza Hut and bowling alley. So now by- it's a combination Pizza Hut, bowl, a pizza Look, place, some, bowling alley, bookstore. We got to get the franchise, or else people aren't going to come in. Because who who knows what the how good the pizza is at this? I mean, it's I know it's how a good the pizza at Pizza Hut is. It's a built-in book it. You sell the book, and then when they're done with it, they get a free pizza. And then they go play bowling for a bit. And see, boom. It's a money-making opportunity, except for the fact that you're giving away so much free pizza. Uh, so, well, Professor the, you, Professor you make, Sin, up, you make it up by the bowling, because that, that cost margin is easier to make up. I mean, Pizza uh, Hut's not going to be happy, but that's fine. Professor Professor Sin... Uh, says that uh, this is an actual conspiracy to round out your education in conspiracies and theories thereof. There, There is a flourish to the way he talks that is very enjoyable to me. I know why he does it. I just love it. Uh, it, uh, with, with this knowledge now that the Dean is convinced um, after questioning whether Professorson is his real last name, uh, which he claims that he, it was Professor Berg, but they changed it when they were fleeing from the Nazis. Mm-hmm. This convinces the dean, and he's like, the audit is out, and back to chapter one of Time Desk, the Chronicles of Dean Dangerous. Uh, he does present a faculty ID that does say Professor Professorson. Ah, uh, yes. Important to notice because that he, he does in fact do this because he primarily teaches night school at community at greendale community college annie feels really well okay the dean goes off professor 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 sin leaves annie feels really bad mm-hmm. that she doubted jeff and jeff is like yeah, that's wild because uh, Professor Professorson doesn't exist. I made him up. I don't know who that guy was. He had forged a form with a phony teacher in class for a free credit. So Annie was originally right. And so was the dean. Um, I do love the fact, just to, to step back a little bit, that when the dean describes Time Desk, the Chronicles of Dean Dangerous, uh, Jeff says that it's the worst book that I'll ever read cover to cover. I, I'm not exactly sure if that's for mocking purposes or if he's like su- really supportive of the Dean. Oh, I'm sure it's it's for mocking purposes. But you know what? Uh, my my headcanon is like, oh, he just really wants the Dean to succeed is to me. And and that's that's the headcanon I'm happy with. And I'm going to go with. I think we all want Jim Rash to succeed. I think oh, that's our I think that's our official motto of this podcast. Jim Rash, a national treasure. Good morning, Greendale. We want Jim Rash National Treasure to succeed. It's kind of a long motto. But you know what? But we, we believe li- in it. We live by it in our hearts. Uh, so, yeah. Well, Je- the thing that I love about this scene is that while Jeff is explaining that he made him up, he made up Professor mm-hmm. Professorson, 
he's got this big old grin on his face. Like he is just like, this like, is so wild and this is great. And I love it. And he's also um, getting away with it is the important thing there. Like, yeah, I, I did it. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Uh huh. And Annie is just getting madder and madder about it. So then Jeff is like, Hey, let's go get some lunch. Cause uh, I saw fat Neil heading to the cafeteria with that look in his eye. Annie is like getting really into him and yeah. getting into his face about it. And he suggests to just be very un-Annie about it and blow it off like I am. And she launches into... When Annie goes on rants... It's I don't the think best Annie, part of the show. It's I don't so think good. Annie knows how to rant because she oh, is just not. like... I'll just blow everything off. Heck, I guess I'll just blow off walking. Okay. Or now I'll just blow off standing. I'm just blowing everything off. Maybe I'll blow off talking language. Okay. Blee, blee, blow, blow, blow. I'll blow off standing and she starts writhing around on the ground and she's like, I'll blow I'll just off speaking English, blowing off everything. Maybe I'll just blow off speaking or talking language, blee, blah, 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 in the, in the middle of the hallway, in the middle of the day, while people are trying to walk <laughs> down this hallway. And they have to can avoid you imagine, her. Can you imagine for a moment being at your community college and you turn the corner and Allison Bree is uh-huh. on the floor going blah 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 blah. Like honestly, if I if that happened where I to went to, to school, no, sure, I'd also be like, well, that's performance art, and go a different direction. Like clearly, this is not. I don't get it, and I'm just gonna walk away. I mean, I was uh, I went to college in the mid aughts, so I'd just be like. This is the worst flash mob I've ever seen. You remember flash mobs? They were a uh, big thing. R- hey, if, uh, let's. You know what we should do once once quarantine is over and we, we can go out and like see people again. We should have a start, flash mob. Start Good old fashioned a flash mob. Pizza place, bowling alley, bookshop. That's where the first flash mob should be, so that we can get some business. <laughs> About time. <laughs> About time. <laughs> Also, that sounds like a wonderful... Can't, God, the... Oh, man, when we get out of this, I want to go bowling so bad and eat the Hell crappiest... Yes. The crappiest bowling alley pizza ever. Oh, I don't care. Hell yes, let's do that. Cheap cheap beer, like crappy like, pizza. Like PBR. Throwing balls at things. Oh, God. That's, that's I all I want. I throw balls at so many world. things. So we cut to Abed's room and... Uh, there, uh, his neighbor Pavel comes in, mm-hmm. and the blanket fort has expanded to take up this whole room. Yes, and Pavel gets really like excited about this. He's like, "Oh, hey, bros! Like, you want to hang out? Like, can I come into the blanket fort?" And they they have a quick meeting down in the blanket fort, like mm-hmm. real quick. And they're Super like, quick. "How about instead we take the blanket fort to you? How many blankets do you have?" And he says that he gets wicked cold and mad sleepy, bro. I mean, I feel ya. We go back to the study room. Annie is moving her diorama to take it to the biome diorama rama, whatever the it's bio called. The bio diorama rama. Uh, Jeff comes in and she's like, "Well, I can do this myself." And and Jeff's like, "Well, you've you've made that very clear with your eleven text to me saying the exact same thing. You work very hard at passive aggression." She's she, it turns out, has been playing detective despite Jeff's insistence that she not. Because uh, I do she, want because Jeff's I, credit is at risk here. 
Right. I, I, I do like, he says the line, you're going to Nancy screw me out of this free credit, which uh, is a pretty good pun. It's better than all the pizza puns we looked up in the Patreon exclusive. It's much better than all the pizza puns. It's it's on the same level as like, you know, the pr- previous uh, uh, co- cooperative calligraphies, like nice try, Stephen Fry kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Annie ha- uh, went to the uh, administration and, and she got a directory of teachers and she finds that the guy who was Professor Professor Sin actually is not Professor Professor Sin, much to all of our shock. Uh, it is actually a teacher named uh, Professor Woolley. Um, which I do want to take a moment here because I paused it on this frame because in this directory it has every teacher's zodiac sign favorite color and uh favorite food mm-hmm. so professor woolley because is, this is this is the important information you want mm-hmm. in a faculty directory professor woolley's favorite color is sky blue and his favorite food is salmon which is fine i don't know i don't know that i know anybody who's like salmon that's my favorite food but you I know, mean, salmon is good. I just, Salmon's great. You know. I love salmon. I'm not going to list it as my favorite food. No, absolutely. It's going to be like pizza or like, mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that. Like maybe burgers. Other professors' favorite colors include paisley, chartreuse, and unlimited. Wait, hold. Wh- it what? just says unlimited. <laughs> I have multiple questions about paisley being its own. I thought paisley was a pattern. It is its own pattern. It is a pattern. Is it a color it's- too? No. So, okay, we're, we're the color concept has been broken already. It's been broken. And by um, unlimited, what did the hell is unlimited color? I don't know. So, under <laughs> favorite foods, uh, there included gummy bears, okay. pita pockets, and pretzels. So, I think the one, the one that had unlimited as a favorite color also had pretzels. So, I think it kind of combines into unlimited pretzels. But I don't know. I don't, I don't I mean, know. Like, are we talking now? 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 I'm going to have a whole conversation about the pretzels, so we're going here. Now, do you think they mean the like the hard pretzels you buy at the grocery store that are like crunch, crunch, crunch? You get them in a big bag, and they're rods or like the twists or whatever. Or are we talking like a stadium soft pretzel? Oh, I think- which is just which is just one of the most sublime things on earth. I think that. I don't think anybody would list the hard crunchy pretzels as their favorite. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine somebody being like don't give me good wrong. soft pretzels. Oh. What so while everyone else was making sourdough, I made pretzels. I've learned how to make my own pretzels mm-hmm. that are great when we're out of quarantine. I'll make some pretzels up for oh. you, buddy. You'll you'll get some pretzels. My Super Bowl parties are gonna be so much better because of those pretzels, man. Hell yeah. Watch and some make, watch some footy ball. Have uh-huh. some pretzels. And I'll make I'm my in it second, for the pretzels. And I will make Mike's second place winning chili, who which has won second place in multiple competitions. So Annie realizes that Professor Woolley had faked credentials. So that, that ID right. card he flashed said Professor Professor Sin on it. So clearly this goes all the way to the top. Right. Uh yeah, and and so uh Jeff is like Come on, you're making me do work for my fake conspiracy class. He's just like, I need you to just drop this. L- let's not even like let's not even worry about it. And then at that point, Annie's trying to start the little car on her diorama. 
and it won't start. And at that same time, Jeff gets a phone call where the voice is disguised and it's like, Tell your little friend to stop snooping around night school. Otherwise, things might get explosive. And then at that point, the little diorama car starts sparking and Jeff tackles Annie to safety. And then the mm-hmm. car just goes poof. Like it, it sparks a little bit. Like one of those it's, little like, uh, I, I don't remember what they're called, but you basically step on them and they go pop. Mm-hmm. Jeff's like, I guess I didn't need to tackle you, did I? Mm-hmm. They do replay the ex- the quote unquote explosion like three times. And it's very funny. It's very good. I do enjoy that. And, and Jeff says so, that it looks like somebody sent us a tiny, thoroughly underwhelming message. And it's time to go to night school. So later on in the hallways, a bunch of people are now expanding this blanket fort all through the hallways. Uh, Leonard has even stolen pillows and blankets from his son's house. Classic Leonard. Classic Leonard. Annie and Jeff are wandering night school, uh, and they think that uh, maybe this one. No, this is this is Professor Hook's class. It's history of something. Is it hard to pronounce? No, it just says history of something. They and that's when Jeff looks at the class list and it's all stuff like principles of intermediate, introduction to basics, studyology, and class 101. They also have one that's just learning with an exclamation point, which is Tag my favorite your, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Tag yourself, I'm studyology. I'm learning exclamation point. So this is when Professor Worley just kind of saunters out into the hallway and Jeff and Annie are like, hey, hey, what are you what are you teaching today? And he's like, math. What kind of math? Uh, new math, fractions, what have numbers, you. Numbers, pi. And then and he then runs he goes, away. He runs away. <laughs> now, if he remembered that seven cubed is 343, he could be like... Here's a brain teaser for you. What is 343? <laughs> what is the cube root of that? Uh, and I, then I, while they're trying to f- like figure it out, you know, you you can hatch an actual good escape plan rather than just running away and saying things like pi. This is why it's important to remember that the cube root of 343 is seven. Uh, it is the key. It is the key to life really it's the key the to key deception to life is what the key says. to uh world peace i don't want to oversell it you know by saying it's the, it's key the most to world important peace, fact, i think you might have oversold it a little bit i don't want to oversell it but it's the most important fact that mankind has ever discovered so they go through they they start <laughs> up a chase uh the chase ends up going into the dormitories where the the hallway is just now one big blanket fort. Mm-hmm. And so the chase goes through the blanket fort. Uh, they find uh, th- there's a bunch of students in there now. Yeah. And there's a bunch they of find, little vignettes, vignettes mm-hmm. here that are very funny to me. They find Troy and Abed and they say, welcome to Fluffy Town. No smoking, no farting, no pillow fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chase is 
are allowed. And so they continue. And then they kind of run, you know, there's, there's just, a, it's a chase scene and there's a, a lot of things that they run into. Like Leonard blocks their way, even though he's got three farting strikes against him. Come on, Leonard. Although to be fair, Le- that does feel like a Leonard thing it, to do. Yeah, that's Leonard. Uh, they do see Britta in a, like a weird chic <laughs> postmodern art part of the fort, which they I call it like- the sex room because it's, a, it's a lot of, I mean, she is she is drinking with sure. uh, a dude with no shirt on who is rather buff. Right. Like there is also seem somebody like at, like dressed up like a cat's cat uh-huh. thing going yep. on. That's why that's why to me it went postmodern chic. But yeah, it probably is some kind of weird kinky sex room. Mm-hmm. Which you know what? I'm okay with. Hey, you know what? If uh if if that's what Britta's into, like she can get it. Like go it- Britta. If this pillow fort is rocking, don't come a knocking. Because she wanted to do adult things this weekend. She found some adult things in that pillow fort. And combine that with the condoms from the last episode. Uh-huh. It um, wasn't just fiber in that pillow fort. It was a sex room. <laughs> I know this is an audio medium, but boy, I don't know how to respond to that without with anything. Uh, they are also blocked by the Latvian uh, Independence Parade, which, by the way, had the permits. It's true. It definitely had the permits. Uh, fortunately, Willie ends up trying to be part of the parade, and they see him, uh, and they tackle him, and they're like, tell me everything. And he's like, tell you? I'll show you. He takes them into a room just full of these printers, just constantly printing things out constantly printing uh this room this this room is the entirety of night school because you see night school is fake because he once invented a fake class to get because a free he was a student credit. at greendale too yes he was a student at, at greendale and he invented a fake class for a free credit and he then had to support that lie. He had to create some students for that class. And then he had to create more classes for those students in an ever-ending loop of creating more students and more classes. Et, uh, uh, et cetera. Et cetera. Which is, like, I, I know it is, like, a tick, but, like, boy, it is my favorite part of this episode for him to just be, like, et cetera. And Jeff's like, did you just mispronounce etc and it's like my latin class was faked (laughs) it's just so good i love that one moment so much etc this is when jeff is like i feel like this is somebody trying to teach me something and then professor woolly slash professor sen sits down at the desk and he's like would that this desk were a time desk so that I could correct my past mistakes, ride dinosaurs, fight with Jack the Ripper. Uh, this is when Jeff seems to catch on. It's like everything that Willie has been saying is ripped from the pages of Dean Dangerous. And also, he had uh, Willie had walked them past the theater department, and Jeff had realized that Willie is actually drama professor Sean Garrity. There's a lot of layers here. Um, and Garrity also, is like, thank God, this character was killing me. Also, I realize it's too late to name this podcast 
Would that this podcast were a time podcast. Yes, unfortunately, it is too late for that. <laughs> yes, that would have also um, been pretty good. I will say that would that. be that would be a very good podcast name. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Good Morning Greendale, but would that this podcast were a time podcast? It's a bit of a mouthful, but we it's, would definitely it's be so going good. by the acronym of it. Or the initialism or whatever. But yeah, it was that's good. I like that. But yes, uh Garrity takes off his glasses and it's like, this character was killing me. If you ever scrape the Dean's car, don't tell him you'll pay him back in acting. Yeah, he has to go to the Dean's Thanksgiving to uh yell at the Dean in front of his family about how he stole how the Dean stole his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh which is a thing. Which is has a lot behind it. I don't think I'm ready to unpack that quite uh-huh. yet. Annie realizes this did go all the way to the top and goes to get her phone to give the dean a piece of her mind. And Jeff stops her. Hey, Garrity, does the theater department have any uh, prop guns that fire blanks? Uh, the uh, They actually have three prop guns uh, of such. And um, they the- Jeff feels it's time for a little demonstration for the dean on the dangers of trying to educate me because he's about to learn the lesson on the fact that jeff winger never learns which is a wild thing to say in a college about a guy who runs the college it's true i love that that like moment of just like jeff winger never learns as he's standing in a college classroom it's so very right. good. Right. And like he's like, tell the dean of this university, I never learn. Well, I won't say, I wouldn't use the word university, though. Tell the dean of this community college that Excellent. I never That's learn. That's more accurate, I think. Um, yes. So we go, we go to the study room for the most confusing and dense scene <laughs> in this television show. My yeah, my God. So my, my notes just a peek behind the curtain here my notes are usually like one line where i'm like principles of intermediate introduction to basics studyology class 101 and then i just sort of like fill in like okay i remember where that comes in right i'm not taking dense notes the next section hits and i'm writing freaking paragraphs yeah this is a full sentences like yeah so anyways in the study room the dean comes in. Professor Woolley is sitting at the table. Jeff says that he knows everything. Annie pulls out a gun for some reason because she is so distraught over this fake academic fraud mm-hmm. and shoots Woolley with the gun, which is a prop gun, as previously discussed. Mm-hmm. And then the dean pulls out a gun and shoots Annie. Yeah. And and Jeff is like, what are you doing? And the dean's like, she had a gun. Like, what was I going to do? Right. And Jeff is like, that was a fake one. We planned this to get back at you. The dean then tells uh, Jeff that you're the one that deceives. And Jeff pulls out a gun and shoots the dean. Uh, there's a lot of shooting, by the way. I feel like uh-huh. we should probably put that. We should probably put some kind of a content warning on this one. Um, Annie's like who is was shot but isn't is not actually shot because again prop guns uh gets up it's like jeff what are you doing why do you have a real gun and jeff's (laughs) like well i shot the dean because he shot you 
And Annie tells him that he was that she was in on it with the dean from the beginning. He had come to her to illustrate the slippery slope of academic fraud. And Jeff tells her that she was a crappy friend and helps the dean up who wasn't shot because once the dean, like legitimately, this is like (laughs) insane. Uh Uh, Jeff says, once it was obvious the dean orchestrated everything, it was even more obvious that the dean was too stupid to orchestrate anything. So Jeff called him and they hatched a plan to teach a lesson to Annie about friendship. If Ooh. you're having problems following this scene, just imagine that gif of Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia pointing at the cork board with all the, the <laughs> string on it and like getting full on conspiracy theory mode. Yeah, this <laughs> that's one's, basically this what's rough. happening in the scene, except with a lot of prop guns. Um, Annie says that she only did all of this because she loves Jeff, and that there's there's a quick beat where like everyone kind of processes that sentence, mm-hmm. and then Jeff's like, "Okay, but if you love someone, you take them as they are. You don't try to fix them." And this and is when this Annie point, pulls out a different Annie gun. Annie pulls out a gun, a different a, gun, a, a different gun. She pulls out a gun, and Jeff is like. Wait, there are only three prop guns. Where? Do, why do you have that? And she says, "I live in a terrible neighborhood." And then she goes on this whole rant of an act, like an actual good rant, like, not yeah, rolling on the floor going blah 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 blah. She says that after they kissed, she waited all summer to see him, and then she just got treated so badly. And she's like, "What? You're afraid crazy Annie would go crazy for you? Well, guess what." Annie's got a gun, which is a pretty good ending, I think. Uh, but then, it's, yeah, it's she a good shoots. Payoff. She yeah. shoots Jeff multiple times, um, and this is when the dean starts actively crying. Which, to be fair, I'm surprised he wasn't crying from get the jump. Um, and and he's like, "If you love Jeff so much, why did you conspire with Annie with me against him?" And the dean's like, "I just can't keep track of it anymore. I just keep teaming up with whoever suggests it." And Jeff's like, "I'm glad to hear you admit it." And gets up because uh-huh. he wasn't actually shot. Because again, a prop gun, an- another prop gun. We'll get into this in a future episode, but specifically when the dean has breakdowns like this, where he is freaking out over everyone shooting everyone, and he doesn't know what's what. This is the moment. I mean, it's not this one. It's it's when he he freaks out in a later episode, which we'll get to. But the dean freaking out is why i think that of all the actors on community who are all very good jim rash is the best one like he is when when he goes full-on dean freak out mode i am just uh, like i'm astounded at how good he is at doing this Mm. um and like it's it's so good he is he is flipping out um and he's just like, I just want to have fun with you guys. And time travel is really hard to write about. Uh, and he pulls up <laughs> hit the, the hood on his hoodie and he's like, oh, Would that this hoodie were a time hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Garrity's like, okay, I, if I'm taking keeping crack, track correctly, th- we should be done. And then he starts to grab all the prop guns and take them back to the theater department when suddenly Officer Kakowski shows up with a shotgun, tells everybody, drop the weapons, get on the ground. Jeff's like, the guns are fake. And Kakowski shoots Garrity with a shotgun. Ka- <laughs> uh-huh. 
It turns and then, it, it almost for, like at this point it turns into arrested development. Like that's why you never use a X for a right, Y. Right. Like it does feel like very much it, that. It like, really this is, why is you never J. Walter Weatherman. It really is J. Walter Weatherman. Um I I agree. Uh so yeah, and then at that point, uh Officer Krakowski? Krakowski. Officer Krakowski is like the just uh I guess it just goes to show you prop guns belong backstage because this was also faked and this is like everyone's like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> and he he says guns aren't toys and in 100 percent of fake gun related shootings the victim is always the one with the fake gun i mean that's fair but is also too real with some of the current it's, political stuff it that's is out there. very real um and that's when the dean's like, would that this hoodie were a time hoodie, which I, I uh, do, hard agree. I do like that Kukowski and Garrity are like, do you have any plans for breakfast? Well, I do now. It's if it, it feels like there's a wider universe that we're not seeing that I really appreciate. You know, one thing I do miss about the college era uh, is when you end up staying up all night and like, you know, whether it's working on a paper mm-hmm. or playing World of Warcraft or getting into random schemes with a bunch of fake prop guns. Sure. Um, when it's like, oh, cool. Well, we were up all night. It's like 5.30 a.m. Like, you want to go, you, you go get some, like, hash browns? Like, you know, just a good greasy mm. diner kind of breakfast. I miss that. Like, I'm not rolling out of bed at 5.30 in the morning to go to oh, a no. diner. But when I'm up all night and I'm like... Oh, hell yeah. Like, I was up all night doing whatever. Editing podcasts, sort of the like. I want to go get some good, greasy eggs and hash browns. Fantastic. I miss that about college. Man. Oh, man. I just, like, I know this is a podcast and and an audio medium, but man, I just went back there and, like, had, like, flashbacks. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, the times that we had. The dumb, dumb times that we had. Anyways, uh, Jeff loses the credit because it was a fake credit. We yes. go to the pillow fort. Oh, and the, the Thanksgiving plans are not on anymore because Garrity tells the dean to just talk to his father. Good advice. So, yeah, no, agreed. Talk to your father. Everybody, hey, listen, uh, listeners to the podcast, just talk to your father. If it is uh, safe to do so. So we cut back to the pillow fort. Um, they are all hanging out. Uh, in this pillow fort, uh, like friends do. Mm-hmm. Just kind of reflecting on what's happened. Or I'm sorry, blanket fort. I keep calling it a pillow fort. It is a blanket fort, canonically. Mm-hmm. We will probably, you just put a pin on that pillow fort versus blanket fort stuff. Just uh, put a pin in it, listener. In the in the blanket fort. My note says pillow fort. In the blanket fort, uh, Annie is uh well they're all there and they're like you know annie took to deception like abed took to cougar town they all agree even mm-hmm. abed who mm-hmm. is very pro cougar town yes uh pavel shows up and says troy abed your fort made the front page of the gazette journal mirror and abed and troy realize they've gone mainstream it's time initiate protocol omega troy and abed crawl over to this section with two like uh bits hanging down uh, they look like shirt sleeves um, i thought they looked like socks like tube socks could be it's something Either it's or, some yeah. sort of fabric and um 
they both pull at the same time and the entirety of the blanket fort comes crashing down and everyone's like, oh, what the hell? And then Leonard's there stealing a TV and he's like, we've started looting. And there's there's somebody who's like, hey, that guy stole my TV as if like he's the only one looting, which is very funny. Also, also as though someone at the yeah. school doesn't know Leonard, I think I, Leonard's probably at, at orientation, like watch out for this guy. Watch yeah, out for these two guys, and there's a picture of Leonard and a picture of Starburns. Frankly, Watch out I, for them for I, very different reasons. No, I agree. I Frankly, I think Leonard gets pulled up on stage, and he's proud of it. Of like, look, watch probably, out for this gets, guy. He's like, yeah, I'm Leonard. He gets pulled up on stage and then moons everybody, probably. Exactly. And they're like, see, what did I just say? And then Abed and Troy decide to go build a cardboard submarine, mm-hmm. which sounds a lot less cool than a, a blanket fort, but to each That's their fair. own. That's fair. Um, we go to the tag, which is basically Troy and Abed doing that kind of improv uh, alternating words to tell a story, except for Troy just says, and a bunch. And then Troy's like, oh, we should make a screenplay together. And Yeah, it's fine. It's an okay tag. It is an okay um, tag. And that means that it is time for... Grades. I, I really like this episode. It's great. Um, I like uh, Professor Professorson. What's his name? Uh, Kevin. I already forgot his name. There, he, get, he gets three Kevin names Corrigan. in the episode. Th- three names it's in the episode true. and he has a real name. There's too many names. There's, there's so many names. Uh, Garrity, I, Wooly. I, I like I like him as an actor, even though mostly I'm always like, he's the guy from Grounded for Life. But every time I see him in something, I'm like, I like him. I, li- I like seeing mm-hmm. him in stuff. He he's a he plays a great drama professor pretending to be a conspiracy professor. Yes, like it's so good. I I love the acting in this whole episode. Um, every character is just doing great. With uh, every actor is just doing so great in this episode. It's it's a fun one to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I I like the uh blanket fort b plot because it it is i mean i feel like britta's got the perfect encapsulation of this where she's like i don't want to do this stupid thing and then like it grows beyond the (laughs) the like what a normal blanket fort would be and then she's into it like now it's got a sex room or whatever that that place is she's Drinking a martini with sure. a, a totally shirtless hunky dude. Like, I I love that as an idea. Um, and then the whole just like Jeff pretending to have a class that doesn't exist is totally Jeff. And it gets super weird toward the end with everyone <laughs> being all. But then just the fact that the whole reason this works is because the dean is literally just siding with anyone who's like oh well annie has this plot so we should team up against annie okay cool oh well jeff is teaming we should team up against oh yeah okay cool like that just that the entire confusion of this episode is just the dean being like i want to hang out with people they keep saying to do things so let's do things it's true also we get the classic time hoodie line which uh, i also love so yeah i i really i really enjoy this episode I, i think it's a i think it's a solid a episode um i don't really have anything terribly bad to say about it uh 
Pierce and Shirley are basically non-existent in this episode. Uh, Britt is also not really existent in this episode. Mm. Um, so that part kind of sucks. Yeah. But I think I think it's such a busy, heavy episode that like, wh- what are you, you going to do with them and still have it be a 24-minute episode? Right. I won't hold it against it too much but you know their their absence was definitely felt but otherwise yeah. i think it's a great episode yeah i agree with you there because the a plot of the conspiracy theory is like this huge tangled web that all circles around the dean it's really hard to build anything past that and that's why the b plot is just kind of a goofy fluff kind of thing that kind of gets tied in at one point and then just kind of disappears yeah i look i love this episode it's very fun it's it's such a wonderful send up of all the like conspiracy shows of like this person teamed up with this person behind our back and like, you know, like all the different like procedurals where you're trying to figure out exactly what's going on. It's got it hits a lot of the tropes of like my car won't start. Oh, no. And, you know, like that kind of thing. It's 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 very fun. Um, and it has a really, really big goofiness to it. That is that I wonder I find wonderful, like even when Annie and Jeff and the Dean are all kind of going for it with these different like plots. It's still just like, this is the goofiest thing for you to have made this point. Mm -hmm. And I really, I really appreciate that. I I, I think this is a really good episode. I I'm totally in agreement with you on the a Um, it's, it's fun. It's funny. It's goofy. It's, you know, the first time I saw this, I was like, how the, what is happening? (laughs) in that dense in that dense uh-huh. scene in the study group or study uh the study uh room at the very end where you know professor profession sean garrity woolly is like dead and everybody's shooting each other with prop guns and then there's a real gun and then maybe not but none of them are real and they're all just like i want to get breakfast it's like wh- what <laughs> what happened um and i think that's a really you know if you're you know certainly there's some gun stuff but like it's it's just it like un unpiecing a conspiracy theory that is basically nothing each pin at a time is very funny to me especially because like you mentioned it's a, it's all around the dean who basically doesn't know what he's doing um it's just a very <laughs> enjoyable episode i i i absolutely will give it an a i think it's i think it's wonderful it's it's it it doesn't give you a ton of characterization and you're right uh Shirley and Pierce disappear and and to an extent Britta does as well um although we do get that wonderful little gag of Britta being like in the quote-unquote sex room or whatever we want to call it um it, it it's an enjoyable episode uh but yeah there's that, that a plot is dense so you're gonna have to like work on it but yeah a a plus or not a plus but a very good uh but we want to know what you think about this episode about uh uh conspiracy theories that the dean is in on or not we want this, to know this time i took notes on what you could talk to us about what's your favorite number what Excellent. do you do you have any wonderful math facts to share with us please tell us please help us name our pizza slash bowling alley <laughs> we had a whole side note on uh our patreon exclusive that got cut from uh from this episode on naming this stupid idea or great idea it might be a great Great idea idea. who knows uh we want to know all of this and more uh you can do that by tweeting at us at good greendale you can find us on the web the the world wide web 
at goodmorninggreendale.com. There's a contact form. It'll send us an email. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. If you uh, want to and are able to uh, give us some money for our efforts, we appreciate it. If mm-hmm. you cannot, uh, we also understand, um, you know, never feel like you have to give us money because yes. we'll be putting this out uh, regardless. So, yeah, we love you. We know that, you know, times, everybody's saying times are tough, but like, we love In you these coming to the unprecedented times. Oh boy, we sh- we sure did. Um, but yeah, you you if if you're listening now, you've enjoyed some of what we've done. I hope. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, you, you could be hate <laughs> so, listening. You could be hate listening, and that's fine too because you listened, and that's the important thing for our metrics. Not that we use those metrics for anything. We just we appreciate you coming to the end of these episodes. We really appreciate you know even interacting with us. Um, so even if you can't. You know your your money is tight or whatever. We we really appreciate you you being being part of our weird little journey that we're doing, and we love you very much. And we hope you're doing okay. And that will do it uh, for us this week. Uh, join us again next week uh, for yet another thrilling episode. Hopefully, with less random plots about fake guns and shooting everyone with those fake guns. It is certainly not about guns next week. It's about alcohol. Oh, excellent. So we've got alcohol and firearms. So tobacco the the week (laughs) after? (laughs) I mean, if we're going to just hit everything under the the certification board, yes. Uh Uh-huh. Cool. Great. So until next time, when we talk about an episode all about alcohol, I have been Ben. I have been, and probably will continue to be, Mike. And would that this podcast were a time podcast. But until next week... (laughs) I I wish wish you luck. luck.